Okay, so welcome to the next episode of Otaku Happy Hour. This is your host, Kim. Oh, uh, yeah, and this is Axel here. And this is Jer. And we are the Otaku Happy Hour. Okay, so... Now that we're back, uh, I think the next, I mean, we're talking about anime and uh, games anyway in this podcast, and I think we tackled the anime concept or aspect of our podcast in the first episode, and I think the best uh, succeeding episode to that, or the next one, is all about games. So the best way to start this is maybe understanding where or when did we actually started to play games. Um, you want to start it off? Well, I, I think uh, previously I've said in, in the podcast that I've, uh, what they call this, I've always been uh, playing Pokemon when I was a kid and Red was my introduction and that goes well with my uh, alignment with anime but then I've actually liked Pokemon Red and as I mentioned to you guys before which is quite ridiculous considering that I played Charizard for uh, what they call this uh, basically level 40 before even beating um, what yes, they call this I remember that yeah before even beating Misty and Misty's what uh, I think Starmie is level 18 and um, I was a bit surprised when my uh, Charmander became a Charmeleon and or I didn't know that the evolution exists. I mean, the only introduction that you had was Professor Oak, and he was telling you that there are various Pokemons in the world. But uh, diverging from the Pokemon aspect, a bunch of uh, one specific. <laughs> Wait, yeah. hold on. A <laughs> Do you remember? Um, did you ever cancel an evolution by mistake? No, no, I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> I remember that happening to me so many times that I didn't even know. That's why my uh, when I played like uh, Pokemon Red, I think mm. it was. No, you said my Charmander yellow, right? was like. Yeah, that was the first. Yeah. But I also played the other um, Pokemon games oh, after. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, so like uh, when I was playing that, because um, I know I someone told me back then that the Pokemon don't um, respect you, like listen to you, so to um to fix that in my head is like to not evolve it so i had like a charmander until like i don't know level 30 something 32 something like that just to teach them a lesson (laughs) you kid you are very naughty i didn't even know know, it was just weird i I don't know because when when that particular screen has been given in front of me I, i was taken aback because it was something new so and i basically i only have one pokemon at that particular moment in time so i I didn't have any other experiences and so when uh, it was evolving there was a black screen and then you see you'll see your charmander morphing into something else and i was wow what the hell is this and since it's all in english i didn't really understood what it was trying to say and then i what I first comprehended is that, oh, my Charmander has now been a Charmeleon. And since I was not a fan of nicknames, um, it changed accordingly. 
<laughs> Did you guys give nicknames to your Pokemon? No, no. <laughs> Who does? Well, why would you put nicknames on your Pokemon? I mean, come on. Even those mandatory, not mandatory, but the tradable in-game Pokemons, where they give you can only get this certain Pokemon if you trade it to an NPC or something like that. Mm. I still, I still won't use it because they the names sounds horrible. Yeah. <laughs> They're just so randomly made nicknames. So yeah, uh, I remember the first trade that you have to do is uh, is that Sparrow. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think that, that was one. Yeah, so you're, yeah, the, you're, that's near Misty's um gym, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. To the left. And so <laughs> when I traded it, I was quite excited about that. And then I I said, hold on, I've seen this Pokemon before. Why is the name different? And so when I can't change the name, change the name. and I, I I released that Pokemon so to speak, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. But alluding to the fact that I said before, the after I mean it's been I, I suppose the catalyst of me gaming was basically Game Boy, because it's so accessible, mm-hmm. and I mean that's kudos to Nintendo to so that yeah uh, you bring the gaming to you anywhere you go. I mean you just need. A bunch of batteries, obviously, and what they call this, and you're ready to go. And majority of the games that I had are, well, one of them is Mega Man. I, I really am a of fan course. of that, especially. I remember your stuff yeah. at school. Yeah. <laughs> you were into Mega Man so much. Zero in particular. Uh, yeah, zero in particular. Yeah. Yes, I, I don't know. It's just the edge in me is being sharpened. <laughs> he does have a sh- he does have a sword though. So. He does have a sword, so it is. Uh, I mean, yeah, Mega Man or uh, you know <laughs> X is good, but eh, I really don't like that gun. It's yeah, it's not it's not appealing to me. How about you, Joe? Do you like Mega Man? Ah, uh, yeah, I've. Played Mega Man Legends. I think it's a different Ooh. story. Oh, it's a different canon, I think. Mm. Yeah. Are those in Game Boy as well? Uh, Is it the one with the? If you kill the bad guy, you kind of take his uh, powers, kind of thing. Or am, am I talking about Mega Man? I mean, Rock I think Man. that's. Okay. Uh, I think that's uh, that's, Mega Man in general, yeah. What is the difference? Is it just a translation thing? I think it's... Rockman and Mega Man. It's just a naming convention. It's similar to um, Case Close and Detective Conan. (laughs) Metante Conan. But it's both English. Rock is just rock. (laughs) Mega Man is a... (laughs) That's true. I don't know how (laughs) they come up with that. What's the point? (laughs) Yeah, anyway, Jeff, what, what were you saying? Uh, Mega Man Legends, you're asking about. <coughs> oh, yeah. Mm. That's on Game Boy? Uh, it's on PS1. Oh, okay. Uh, it's not a side-scrolling game, but instead it's somewhat uh, an RPG. Really? really? I've not played a Mega Man with a... That's not a side-scrolling game. <laughs> <laughs> Neither do I. I mean, it... Oh, well, hold on. There well, is... Except for the um, Battle Network one. The... Well, that's also side scrolling, isn't it? It's... Was it? Yes. I, don't I think remember. it's Mega Man Seven, which is different because you're playing as Axel, and uh, oh, thank you. <laughs> and what they call this, and I think isn't that not uh, side scrolling anymore, Jer? I think I believe I believe that's in PS2, and uh, they changed it to somewhat similar to a uh, a third person gaming kind of thing. I mean, I I might be wrong here. For Mega Man 7? Yeah. 
It's the first time that you played as Axel. Who the hell is he anyway? He look, no, seriously, I, I I don't even know who that is. He he he, he he looks like the what they call this, you know, in the Battle Network kind of guy. The you, the way the Mega Man that you're playing, he he looks like that. Mm. But let me let me see. Why don't you, uh, why don't you continue talking while I search this one for now? Yeah. Um. We're gonna put the picture of who this guy's who this guy is in the <laughs> um video part of video version of this podcast. So. And I think um, the appeal of Mega Man is that it's side scrolling, though, right? Hmm. Yes. So yeah. So, yeah. I don't know if it'll be good to play as a 3D RPG s kind of game, but who knows? The first one I played was uh, there was that level that you have to fight the Sigma guy. <laughs> Which Mega Man was that? I think that's Mega Man Four. Uh, that's with. That are you using Zero? I played it in PS One. Um. I don't know. I think I'm using uh, Mega Man, th- or maybe there's an option to use either Mega Man or or Zero. Ah. But it was like this first that you fight the uh, the Sigma guy as an introduction. I see. Okay. I'm not sure which one that is though. But... I, I it might be Ooh. Mega Man uh, Zero, I mean, Mega Man Two or Four. Either of those two. Huh. It's pretty old then. So yeah, I I brought up this uh, image in uh, what they call this of Mega Man Seven and uh, the the one in uh... the the one in the top right there. That's essentially the first. Uh, it's it's uh, different from the side-scrolling game that you're familiar with. Although there are mm. some aspect of it that are still side-scrolling, but it offers you a bit of uh, levity in terms of. Uh, it's more like. Uh, an, a, a refashioned Mega Man, I think, and that's why. How was the game received? I don't know. I, I totally forgot because when when they when they said it's Mega Man, I immediately. <laughs> uh, who, yeah, who cares, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, because uh, Mega Man really is to me has always been the side-scrolling game, so I wouldn't know how it would have been like as a um, 3D. Mm. In a 3D space, mm. I I, that, I don't know. That looks interesting. Yeah, I think <laughs> it, I think it's because it's the first PS2 uh, Mega Man uh, installment, so I think it's oh, with the, with the upgrade in processing power. I think they tried to do something else. Yeah, I I the only reason why I remember Mega Man up until now is because I used to draw him. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I just. I, I like the character design, I guess. Is it X? And then, uh, the, the one that has a buster? Uh, he's the easiest one to draw. <laughs> but of course, I, I like drawing um, Zero. And he's in Marvel vs. Capcom. As well. Is he? Yes, yes. Mm. Yeah, but right, not, Jer? Mm. Uh, not Zero. No, not... Wait, there, wasn't it X? It's um, the his, smaller one. Yeah, the the smaller one with the uh, yeah. The Rockman guy. Because he has the... He becomes a robot there, right? Oh, like his yeah. finisher. Oh. And then he has the dog. Yeah. The dog's uh, name. Oh, is it Rocket? Is it Rocket? Rush! I think it's Red Rush. Rocket. Red Rocket. <laughs> Red Rocket. <laughs> Red Rocket. That's a different Red show. Yeah, that's, yeah, definitely. That's a different dog. <laughs> that's, a dip- that's a different park. Somewhere in the south, maybe. <laughs> and I think he has a bird or an owl. Does he? I, I don't know. I think that's X. Uh, no, that's zero. Up. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, 
yeah, one of them has that because uh, he the bird transforms into like this uh, pea shooter kind of uh, plane that mm. he rides. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think this is how I remember it as well because I I play it in Marvel vs. Capcom mm. fighting game. Such an awesome fighting game that they kind of ruined now. I think yeah, that alludes us to a different uh, gaming that we can. Uh, I mean, we can talk that about. We can talk about that in a few minutes. But yeah, just to just to cap it off, and uh, I, I guess I mean one of you is probably gonna talk about the JRPG anyway. So I'll I'll, I'll leave it to you uh, for now. But my my humble beginnings would be Pokemon, and then right after that, somewhere around. Zelda and even Mega Man, but Mega Man is the one that sticks. Okay, so mm. who wants to go next? I'm still actually thinking what my first game is. Um, and maybe okay, do you have anything in mind, Jar? Maybe. I do have, but I think it's way too old. I did yeah. start in playing Super Mario Brothers on NES. Oh. And Bomberman. Is it the very first uh, Super Mario? Yes. <laughs> the one hmm. with oh. the one with uh, Princess is another is in another castle. <laughs> Where it all began, right? Yes. <laughs> the ultimate fetch quest. Jesus. The origin. It's 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 bleach way before it's even cool. <laughs> <laughs> Did you finish it back then? How old were you? I'm still an elementary kid, but I think I haven't finished that since I did get stuck on the last stage since it's confusing. Mm. I think it's eight four. The level eight four. I don't. Is it the one with the uh, clouds? Uh, I can't even remember. The clouds. It's yeah. The part where in you're gonna beat uh Koopa's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, this stage is confusing since uh if you're going to be mistakenly uh go inside a pipe, mm. you have to might, do it again. You might uh warp into the beginning again. Yes, so, I I remember this. I think yeah. That, that's a sucker punch. <laughs> And the one I, I really did remember is Bomberman. I yeah, did Bomber. finish I did finish it up until level 100, I think stage wow. 100. Wow. Oh my god, I didn't even know that that game finished. I, I neither do I. I mean, I played the game, but I didn't know that there was an end to it. Does, does Bomberman <laughs> have a story? For Ness, I think none. You just have to kill the enemies. Yeah. And bomb your way. So it's just an escalation type of uh, level... Um, level progression just yes. gets harder. Mm. Mm. The enemies mm. change and uh, your the range of your bombs uh, extends. That's it. Yeah, my my favorite one there is that when you can phase into the walls. That's the, when you get that ability. That's a lot better because some, <laughs> yeah. because sometimes you get uh, what they call the stuck with your own uh, what they call this bombs explosion oh yeah. yeah yeah and that that's so unfortunate but once you've got this facing ability uh, because I think is it randomized the, the, the power-ups that you get I think, I think yes yeah so once you you've locked out and you've got a, a face facing through walls you, you'll be a bit uh, what they call this advantageous uh, in comparison to just having a really really long range explosion yeah, how do you guys remember this game i don't even remember half of them <laughs> <laughs> well since it's the first one you've been playing a lot yeah you're gonna remember it i remember i, I guess yeah 
I remember, what were you saying? I remember one game that actually it's it pissed me off because I never uh, what they call this finished maybe until five. It's Ice Climber. <laughs> oh my god. I hate that game. I love the fact that you have to uh to grab onto the pterodactyl yeah. near the end for like a bonus or something Jesus like that. Jesus Christ. I love that game though cuz it's yeah the it's one of those two player games. Co-op. Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it was so fun when you play it uh, with someone else. You love yeah. eating the penguins. Yeah, yeah, that's so, that's so cute because you're 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 flailing your uh, what they call this. Uh, is that a pickaxe or something? Anything that climbs you. It's like a mallet. Uh, it does. It does look like a mallet. It looks like a mallet. Yeah. yeah. And then the 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 penguins would be uh, flaunting around after ba- being hit. Mm. Yeah, I wish more people would have seen those games. Mm, <laughs> It's actually really fun and addicting. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, was that older than Pokemon? Because I think it is. Think, yes. you said you, <laughs> yeah. Then wouldn't that be the first game that you played? Well, I think that's true. But then, but then the most memorable one, I suppose, is Pokemon because that's the one that I pushed most of my efforts in. Uh, when I got that Game Boy, <laughs> it's the one with the story. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't th- think Ice Climber had yeah. a story. I don't think so either. <laughs> Unless Jer knows the story. <laughs> There's no story. Yeah. I think most games in in NES back then probably wouldn't have any story or. Very actually, rarely. no. Yeah, very rarely. Because mm. there are those action games. Uh, what do you call those? What type? Uh, what genre of games are those? Which one? It's like a brawler type of game and. Um, Aside scrolling brawlers, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. What what are those? What um, what is that? There's there's one which is Ninja Turtles has their own version of yeah, that. Yeah, Ninja Turtles has that. Yeah, yeah. Action platformer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would you call it action platform? <laughs> yeah, there's um like Aladdin of that, and there's uh there's like this. It's like those uh 80s action type of heroes. Mm-hmm. In it. Mm-hmm. And you can go up and down, but it's still a side-scrolling game. And then, yeah, those have plots though. They have story, apparently, because they have yeah. those dialogue bubbles in the bottom where they just talk. Mm. I didn't remember one. I think Captain Commando. <laughs> <laughs> Captain I don't Commando. know what that is. I don't. I don't even know. But yeah, Axel is gonna show you that picture. But, Whatever that is, I'm gonna try my best to look for one. And it does sound like an '80s action hero <laughs> protagonist, though, <laughs> Captain Commando. There is another RPG game mm. for the old ones. I think Legend of Zelda and Final Fantasy one. Yeah, that, that's really good. Is Final Fantasy one the the one that with Warrior of Light, Light, or is uh, that two? Thank you. Yes. Yeah, he would be, cause he's the face of um Final Fantasy essentially. He was the first guy, right? Yeah. So who's in Final Fantasy 2 then? Is it Onion Knight? No, Onion Knight is. No, is it the Furion guy? Oh. I think so. <laughs> Furion guy. Yeah, I think it's that guy, right? Yeah, the yeah, curly think, hair yeah, guy yeah, with the um, bluish. The one that transforms into an edgy black guy, a black armor. Is that no, it? No, that's that's the guy with the dual personality. Yeah, yeah, guy, that's right? it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. What what's his name? Uh, I only know this from Dissidia because there's like a glossary in Dissidia, I think. Yeah. But um, yeah, I never played Final Fantasy in the original consoles, or where they were. Released. That that was in PS One, wasn't it, Jer? 
it started as an NES game, mm. but I haven't actually played it. I did try it on an emulator, <laughs> but on the actual console, no, I don't have the cartridge. Ah, yeah, that's fair enough. Well, yeah, I think my first game though. Oh wait, are you finished yet with your first um game, the yes. Super Mario? Is that it? Mm. And what was the other one? Bomberman. Bomberman. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I now that you mentioned those NES and SNES games. I do kind of remember that uh, that is my very first console, so it must be one of those which have been my first game. It just so happens that I can remember clearly because one of the cartridges I had is those like 135 <laughs> games. Yeah, one. one. Yeah. 101 yeah, like, repeating games. Yes. Yeah, like with different um, titles, but it's the same game. So different backgrounds, <laughs> different colors, but different names, but same game. Yeah, how did they expect a kid to actually sort through that and look at which one and remember which one is one? I just did it randomly, and then I remember there's even a tennis game of it, and then there's this circus game. Yeah, circus Charlie. Charlie. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and like I think one of my most um, the one that I can remember most is like balloon fight or something. If you yeah, guys have I do, played that, I do like that one too. <laughs> yeah, the circus Charlie thing. That was so stupid. <laughs> the um circle and you're riding a lion and then you just have to jump as well. I I remember my auntie when she was playing that she was playing as if she's the person who's jumping, because there's there's I, people who's like that they they would go with the action even though you yeah. didn't really need to. Especially in racing games, right? Mm. When you have to turn, you you also turn your body, and apparently the car turns as hard as you do. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it's it's those types of games that I used to play. Which uh, now that I think of it, uh, think about it, kind of meshed. They all seem to be the same. And that elevator, one, where you shoot guns <laughs> and you go down the elevator. elevator. I, I forgot what it's called though. I think, I think it's, it's elevator. elevator. Yeah, it's elevator. Oh, is that what it's called? Yeah, and you're you're a spy, I think. That you. Yeah, <laughs> you come from the roof. Uh, you do you like swing down from a rope? Yeah. You rappel up from a rope, and then you go down the elevator. It has such a noir music as well. Obviously. Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> yeah. I but, um in in eight bit. I was trying to remember what it was, but uh, yeah, I I can't remember. But yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Did you play it, Jer? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think we all if. If you guys have any of those 100 plus games in one, you've essentially played the same games as I have and like everyone Bat- else Battle has City in the Philippines. Excite. Battle City, yes. <laughs> what else do we have? There's that, um, that plane game though. Uh, B-Wing. Uh, we have B-Wing too. There, there's another one. It's like 1940 something. Uh, <laughs> uh, you mean the helicopter version? Uh well there's that as well there's so many in Queen B <laughs> Queen B not not the one that animates uh, is that a hentai studio <laughs> not the one that animates in PowerPoint but <laughs> in slides in PowerPoint slides <laughs> yeah but it, I think it is Queen B or I don't want to search it because obviously it might give me something else <laughs> that's a clickbait right there yeah, that's a clickbait indeed. And there's another Wait. one. Do you remember Duck Hunt? Oh, <laughs> where you have to use a gun. Did you guys have the gun? <laughs> I, I the did have the thing? gun. Yes. I do. I, I have... did the gun too. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm cheating so easily. 
<laughs> they break so easily though the guns I'm the, pointing it straight on the monitor they, they weren't even that accurate <laughs> I like how the guns click when you yeah when you use it though it imitates that uh, what they call this cocking up the gun and it's it's really mm. satisfying <laughs> What was the music for that? <laughs> that was so. And the the laughing dog. Memorable. Yeah, and the laughing dog as well. Yeah, I don't think you can get away with games like that nowadays. I guess it's not like, anymore. Yeah. It's animal cruelty or something. <laughs> any, any sensitive stuff. It, there, it, yeah. it promotes animal Vi- cruelty violence because the dog is laughing <laughs> when you're killing dogs. Although it it does make sense because when you're hunting and you've uh, you have uh, maybe a greyhound which is basically like a hunting, a hunting dog, dog yeah. uh, you're basically doing the same thing. It, I mean, except him laughing. I don't know if <laughs> greyhounds laugh or anything. But yeah, mm. another one that well, I that I do remember is Contra. Oh, <laughs> Contra! I remember that. But the up, I don't up, think down, I Uh, it's a shooting game though it's sort of a side scrolling shooting game that's one of the first uh, mini games after because I've played all of these 101 games uh, in in my Game Boy Advance so that's when there's also that in the Game Boy yeah that's that's majority it's not just in Famicom I think it's after the 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 NES one has lost its appeal uh, over public and then they migrated it to Nintendo I think yeah, because I think those uh, cartridges also had the same games as the NES one. It, it's just ported essentially mm, into mm. the Game Boy. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But I never played any of those shooting games. I guess I was. Uh, now that I realize it, even when I was young, I was just not into FPS. Because mm. I never played Doom as well. Come on, man! The first one. You, you don't like this one? I'm gonna give you a sound effect. Probably I will butcher it, but yeah, heavy machine gun. <laughs> but that one I did, but that's not first-person shooter kind of like Doom. I think they actually say fuck like, when you kill them. They do, they do. <laughs> when they die. I think yeah, I, I love that game. Yeah, metal Slug for those people who doesn't know what that is. We're probably too young to remember what that is. Yeah, I used to play that with my mom. <laughs> yeah, because second, um, I think that first. yeah, that's the one that you you can uh, play with different people as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I never played it in the arcade, but a lot of people used to. Mm. <laughs> Did you guys ever um, have the experience where you go to the mall just to play the PS One games there? Because yeah. there used to be the <laughs> the gaming corners or gaming stations where there's like lined up PlayStation ones. And with a TV, and you pay for like it's essentially like a computer shop, but with with Playstations. Yeah, I do remember that. And, and yeah, and they have so many games <laughs> that I don't have. That's why I used to go there and just like kill time. And uh, my 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 gripe with that sort of medium is because before, since you have to lock, I mean, in the Philippines, it's it's quite an expensive um, endeavor to buy a, a bunch of PS One consoles. And so mm. what they do is they lock it in 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 a very uh, robust uh, contraption, and you, you can't put your memory card in it, and that's the problem because yeah, I don't want to do it ever again. Uh, not ever again, but start from over. the beginning. Yeah, yeah, but I guess you don't go there to play like an RPG or something. I did though, I, when I, I, when my did you? my PS One broke because my nephew. <laughs> 
he was a bit mischievous and he he's still laughing at the moment oh, uh, no. even if we talk about this so what he did was because i was playing uh, soikoden which is one of my favorite games and i i was one of these uh, i was always in front of the tv and i think he wanted my attention and i didn't give it and so what he did was he accumulated a bunch of uh, basically he accumulated a spee and so he put it in a bucket and he threw it or he 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 drenched the ps1 console in pee and so i was at whole, least not you well basically yes i was horrified I, i wasn't even worried about my nephew being electrocuted i was worried about my ps1 i was worried about my ps1 is my ps1 still alive no it was dead And so, and you didn't get any replacement. No, I didn't. So Or, I basically uh, played uh, Suikoden uh, two uh, outside most of the time, you know, with the use of my memory card. Yeah, but I think you can ask the um, people there the um to use your memory cards or something. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but you really have to know them. And uh, luckily enough, my grandmother was. Uh, sly enough to convince them, uh, or persuasive enough to convince them that uh, I'm, I'm not gonna steal their PS1 console. Exactly, because and you're paying it. It was like a per hour thing. Yeah, anyway. it, you're it paying was, them, so at least they can do this. What were we talking about? Oh, we're just. I mean, <laughs> that was a weird tangent. That was indeed a weird tangent. But I think that's <laughs> that's how we were introduced with that. That's yeah. That's pretty much our gaming backgrounds, mm, though, right? Mm. The, The good um, old NES games, arcade and, games, yeah. basically. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I forgot to mention, but I also played like one of those rip-off Pokemon games. <laughs> Which one? Which one specifically? <laughs> I don't know. There's like so many. Like, uh, it's like colors you've never heard of. What? And uh, Jeb, do you have any example of this? I, I will uh, have to look some of this up and post a picture. But there was so many though. I uh, didn't turn one. I think diamond for Game Boy Color. Yeah, something like that. It is a scrolling game. Really? Yeah, and it's actually a different. It's a game and semi Pokemon game, but they just did it differently. Like, it's it's just a rip off of it. They but they called it Pokemon. It was also a different Pokemon though. Like there's so many different Pokemons that I've never heard of. It's like a fan made Pokemon game. Damn. There's so many of these things back then, even in the emulator. Oh. I think the one I'm saying this guy is calling is Pearl, and the other one when you have a cell phone to call your Pokemon is Pokemon Diamond. Really? <laughs> For Game Boy Color. That that sounds yeah. that sounds so much similar to Digimon instead of a Pokemon concept. Yeah, I think and there's like Pokemon. Wait, does Pokemon Black or White already exist? I think it does. It's the the 2DS version, isn't it? Do you know, Jer? I think it's for D- just the DS. Ah, uh, the DS one, yeah. Oh, that's the one with the black two and white yeah, two, right? Yeah. Mm. Ah, right. Yeah, because there's just one. You you might be right. It might be like pearl or something. Because one of them sounds so familiar to me, but it's not a Pokemon game. I'm sure we can look it up, but yeah. Definitely. But yeah, I think I mean games really has a different sort of uh, offerings that we basically ho- are hooked into and one of my motivations in playing games is i think it's because it offers you a different kind of storytelling because i mean there are people who uh, <laughs> the, why i don't think there's any stories for 
Um, Famicom games. It will, it will not Famicom games, <laughs> no. but yeah, going going games to the nowadays. the roots of you know Final Fantasy, which basically gives a really rich and what they call this adventurous kind of genre of games, and especially Suikoden. And Suikoden is one of those that are war. Mm. Uh, talking about wars, and you're basic. The, the the first Suikoden is talking about what they call this two. Uh, you're establishing one empire, and Suikoden 2 is basically battling that empire that you built for uh, Suikoden 1. Oh, really? Yeah. Kind of just spoiled it for me. Oh, I'm I, not gonna I, play it anymore. Even if you, if I spoil it, that you, it doesn't really make much because there's. I think the only connection between one and two is that the the heroes uh, there are a reappearance because you cannot collect 101 if you don't if you haven't played the first game well is it like a pokemon game where you collect the heroes it's is basically it gotcha it, not it's the it's <laughs> it's a non-gacha hero collecting game but yeah i think you're correct because soikoden the, the appeal of soikoden is that you have uh 100 heroes to to play around with and uh, how many hmm. is in your roster Jerry is it 4 or 6 i think 6 yeah 6 right in front three in back yeah 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 and it's hmm. it's i i was so pissed because the the main character of Suikoden 2 he he is defensive so and i i'm a kid i i, I want to attack but then he, you have a tonfa and your essence or your runes Which is essentially how you, uh, the power system of this game is runes and basically bonding and stuff, so that you can, uh, I mean, you can equip different runes, but most of the things that are compatible with the main character is that it's very defensive. It's either healing, uh, black magic for healing or stunning or s- slowing down your enemies, or putting poison in it. But basically, that's how how, how he is. He doesn't have this uh, smashing kind of. Functionality, unlike his—I uh, mean, I'm not gonna spoil it to you—but basically, his rival or his friend, soon to be rival. <laughs> but yeah, he—he uh, he is the embodiment of abandon all defense and focus on offense. He's—he's he's the Gary Oak of yeah, Pokemon. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he's who you want to use and you want to root for. Yeah. Basically, he wins. Basically, yes. And uh, you're stuck with this guy who's defensive. I mean, you y- y- you can't kill him, but it-, it takes a while to kill the enemies as well. But yeah, and mm. and that that alone gives you. I mean, I was a kid when I was playing that. I think I was maybe ten or nine ish when I was playing that game. And I mean, I-, I I haven't fully comprehended the the world of wars there, but. Basically, you you strategize different kind of things. It's as if you're playing different chess or ch- different chess games, and you have to command this unit yeah. because uh, what they call this if because that in that game that's I think that's how Fire Emblem got their concept of when a hero dies, you cannot use them anymore. So you have a hundred, right? This we couldn't have um permadeath. They do, they do. Uh, so you have a hundred, right? That that's the that's the yeah. the appeal of having more than one heroes. And there there is this weird sort of mini game that uh, you play where what they call this. You have a bunch of troops, and some of them are in cavalry. Some of them are basically um, troopers. And you, you what they call this? It's basically something like Fire Emblem, and you. Uh, walk your cavalry unit to a s- different square, and then you attack the the unit 
adjacent to it or maybe in front of it they didn't have a pegasus rider so no waifus for you but yeah Uh, not my game then. <laughs> not, no, you're not your game then. But yeah, that's that's one of the the appeals of Soikoden for me. And basically, it's modern warfare. I mean, it's Chinese warfare in that regard because it's uh, inspired by China. I think China dynasties, something like that, imperial dynasties. Now I just think of um, Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> awesome game. Uh, but Dynasty Warriors <laughs> is hack and slash. I know, and like this kind of transitions to one of my questions, though. Um, how did your, uh, you guys, the, how did your gaming preferences evolve throughout your gaming life? Like, did it change at all, or did you guys prefer a certain genre over another? Like, since, like, how did that happen? If it did, I'm gonna pass the baton to Jer. Yeah, you can um answer first. <laughs> I wait. I'm Or, still thinking. <laughs> okay. That's yeah, did fine. you just um? Did you just like one type of game all throughout your life? Or I think everyone changes, though, right? I think so. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I do try a lot of games. Yeah. When did you start exploring? What's the game that you kind of transitioned into, if you remember? Well, since this, since Jer is still thinking, I think I'll go. So, well, uh, most of the, the games that I was playing before were basically fantasies and, you know, wars and different kind of um, flavors. But the very mm-hmm. first divergence that I, I that I can remember is Resident Evil 2 and or Biohazard 2. You mean like genre or uh, jo- isn't that still a, a fantasy-esque? Well, it is still a fantasy, yes, but basically it's more, it's, I mean, it's, it is fantasy, but it's leaning towards reality in, in some respect because you're dealing with people and, I mean, not to say that wars are not dealing with people, but the other one is more fan- <laughs> uh, fantastical in terms of having dragons and different kind of abilities. But this one is, you only have a gun, which, well, which is limited. And the, you have, you're basically killing people, zombies, uh, with limited ammo. And you have to be really sly. And mm. I think that's the start of me trying different, that, that's an eye-opening thing because... I mean, sure, when I was playing RE2 and I was pretty much 9 and 10, but that time I, ba- I basically have nightmares. But <laughs> I, I expanded and tried different uh, games like Tekken, uh, what they call this, other games such as, uh, what is that one? It's an arcade game, or even trading cards as well. So, like Pokemon <laughs> and even Yu-Gi-Oh. So essentially, I mean, I know it sounds quite daft that Resident Evil is my open door, the doors that open me to different kind of games. But basically, that's what happened to me. I was focused on one genre, which is JRPG only. And then, I mean, Resident Evil is still counted as a Japanese uh, RPG game, but. <laughs> Yeah, now that you mention it. Yeah, but it's by Capcom, right? Yeah, but but the what I meant was that the the fantasy kind of thing it's different, so it kind of made me explore. Yeah, maybe I can go with different kind of things as well, such as you know the one that I mentioned. Uh, my Pokemon trading card game is one of the games that I played. Yu-Gi-Oh is one of those ones, and even Tekken and Naruto, uh, the the battle. Um, 
the battling um, ninja storm yeah. or something ultimate ninja yeah whatever. ultimate ninja storm the, the, the one that we played yeah, in we all played that <laughs> yeah that's true have, have you thought of your um your entry point game uh open door game kind of yeah <laughs> It's from the start I've been playing a lot of games. Oh, so you were like, uh, so you really yeah, are like he's a eclectic, gamer. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. like from on PS One, I did played Crash Bandicoot, Tomba, Final <laughs> Fantasy, <laughs> then that Resident Evil with Dino Crisis, Dino so, Crisis, and Time <laughs> Crisis too. <laughs> Since it's, I think it's the a Tomb Raider games. Yeah, yeah, Tomb Raider. Yeah, those ones. And I think the yeah. the what they call this. Uh, the impact of uh, having the, a different kind of game uh, in ho- whoever I am now—it's—it's it's correlated with the advancement of the games as well because you're—you're you're more, what they call this, your taste in games are quite different and extensive because the options that you have are basically uh, abundant already. I mean, before you've only have 101 games, which some of them are re- repeated. And some of them were named as, you know, Pokemon Diamond, apparently. But it's it's really not uh, a Pokemon game. But right mm. after uh, a few years of that, you've got, you've got PS2, which opened up various, uh, what they call this, games such as Kingdom Hearts. And basically the ones that are developed in the West as well, not basi- not just from, uh, from Japan. How about you, Axel? Yeah, I... I think one of the main things as well is the availability mm. for us. Yeah. Because there's so many games that I would have wanted to play back then, which are JRPG. But when I open them up, they're all uh, like just Japanese text that I can't read. Mm. So what what else would I do? I <laughs> just button mash. I think one of such games was Castlevania. Oh my I God, wanted to, yeah. play the, to play it, but I, I don't understand. And because it was a um it was a different game a for me because i think isn't it? yeah it was yeah. and you start off as someone who has all this uh, badass moves and like really strong and then you i uh, like i think it's part of the story where um you up you got up to the boss of that level and then he drains you of your energy and then typical you have to go back up you again and up, do all those stuff yeah but i don't know what i'm doing so i thought like I must have done something wrong because I got weaker mm. and I don't know the context. So I kept on, on restarting the game over and over trying to figure out what was going on. But I just quit on it because it's as a kid, I just didn't know if I, what I was doing. I keep on getting weaker and that's like a weird concept to me at that time. I'm supposed to get stronger, not weaker. Mm. You know. But my entry point game was... Probably Final Fantasy VIII on oh, PS One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not quite as well received as the other Final Fantasy games, I know. But uh, I was watching my cousin play that before, and I just got um, curious about it, and then I I played it, and then finished it, like clocked in a few like forty sixty hours, and. I wanted to I finished it like twice but I wanted to collect everything mm. so back then when you want to 100% a game you have to print out this like um, huge booklet kind of yeah. paper because you know from like game facts or something like that <laughs> and 
<laughs> the game facts back then was just we didn't even have internet wall of text. you know yeah it was just wall of text right with like everything it's not even it's so different from the guides you find now mm. so i have like this book thing with like all the stuff that you have to do and steps you have to take to <laughs> yep what were you saying now that you mentioned uh, the, the the guides it's still applicable now i mean there's still uh, a, a physical version of guides there and it's it's just a shame that it doesn't work anymore consider it's for it's more for collectors now rather than um for the players <laughs> with the, uh, the books with the cheat codes yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's like the only reason you buy the books as well because there's like cheat codes inside where cheat codes weren't frowned upon as much back then yeah. because those codes unlock like skins or new attires mm, or mm. you know not like god mode or anything like that but uh, it's essentially like codes for DLC basically you yes know? basically yes yeah that you don't wait a minute I think they are just essentially DLC if you pay for it in the magazine. <laughs> oh, you're you're correct there, yeah. Yeah, like, it's free with the magazine, I guess. But why pay? Why pay? You can just search it on the uh, uh, CC. Well, we didn't have that back then, <laughs> but before the website was like super cheats as well. <laughs> <laughs> I remember those websites, yeah. That's true, and I think because I wasn't really buying my games uh, legitimately when I <laughs> when I was doing my gaming for PlayStation mm. 2 and what they call this, and I bought that game inside there as well, and they said that they have this cheat code for ah, uh, what is that game? Uh, oh my god, I forgot, but it's it's one of those. I think it's no, it's not Persona 3. Essentially, it's no. I don't think Persona has any cheats. Anyway. I don't know. It's it's because you're given a uh, what they call this. It probably isn't Persona 3, but there's another one that gave me. Uh, it's just an attire for your pet. I can't remember what it is, mm. but it's somewhere in it's PlayStation 2. Uh, let me just refresh my memory and see if I can remember it. But yeah, I mean, Jer, if you have something yeah. to say uh, before I well. <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, you you talked about Persona 3, and I guess that is also like the second game I played after my Final Fantasy 8 high. Because mm. I di- I didn't really play Final Fantasy 8 when it came out, so uh, I played. <laughs> I think when there's like uh, almost gonna release PS2 or something like that. Because mm. in the Philippines, right, the console when it released, even though it's released uh, worldwide. We really wouldn't be able to buy that no. until like five years after. <laughs> and when your mother, so, or, or and when you ask yeah. your mother, "Mom, can I can I get that game?" and then your mother would look at the price. It would be what four thousand pesos, and she would look at you disparagingly. No, <laughs> she wouldn't even look at the price of the game. It's just an yeah. automatic no. <laughs> so yeah, of course, at that time I was still playing. Um, FF8, and then it really did open my eyes on those uh, genre because I up to that point I only exclusively played fighting games, like um, yeah, Marvel vs. Capcom and Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur. I was gonna say like um, Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball. Yeah, I think that's the game. That's it. I think that came out later. Dead or Alive. Damn the the boob physics in that game. No wonder I was <laughs> I was playing. 
yeah and like bloody roar one and i think it was just one at that time um mortal kombat like just those types of games was was uh my main game mm. that i was good at and like tekken as you said street fighter just fighting games and i guess a few rhythm games here and there but yeah so and then i played final fantasy and i'm like Oh, this is something you know. It it actually has a story. A story, yeah. Yeah. So I played and then found um, Persona Three, and well, you know my sentiments with my with Persona Three. Would you reckon that Persona Three or the Persona series is one of the memorable games that you can remember? It was. Mm. It actually was. It's. It was um. It was like one of those. Uh, have you ever had those moments where you just play game after game? And they're so good that mm-hmm. kind of just oh, somewhat meshed to you that they built you up um, an aspect of yourself. Yeah. Like, it influences you so much because it's just one genre of games but the themes are somewhat close to each other that it just influenced you like until now. Like, it impacted you that strongly. Mm. And it, that's what it was to me. Um, from FF8 to Persona 3, and then yeah, I guess it also because some games come uh comes in your life at a certain period, mm-hmm. like where you need it the most, and that's where you remember those games. So yeah, I guess to me it was that memorable. It was really memorable. And uh, you know what? I think I mean going to the memorable part, the positive at least. I, I'm gonna start with the positive. Uh, well, mm. yeah, this is quite recent because uh, going back to your statement where uh, when you really needed it the most, it just shows it in front of you. And I think there was a a, a long stint where I deprived myself of gaming for personal reason, probably. <laughs> and the the time that I remember, the, the time that I got back, it was uh, me playing Persona 5, and I was really taken aback by that game, uh, simply because mm-hmm. you know it it's social relationship and, and the power of friendship, basically yes, but. The what? Yeah, that is the most pow- uh, power of friendship game yeah. ever. But the the the, uh, the alluring part of it is that what they call this, it gives you this rich idea of you know stealing hearts and making people confess to their mistakes or basically your stealers of hearts. There, I mean, sure the the concept itself is superficially if you ludicrous yeah it's it's ludicrous because what the hell are you talking about but if you understand the the message in between it's actually quite philosophical and persona actually was derived from carl young and basically i am uh, studying psychology and i do like him so yeah that's so it makes more sense to you now yeah it does right? it does yeah, with more info that you learn absolutely in psychology they Yeah. And speaking of uh, looking at what they call this um, messages that are enmeshed in, in in between, one of those that has the the proverbial question, why do I even exist or do I even have a real consciousness? Welcome to the world of near. Well, we're going there, right? <laughs> Are we going? There? Well, well, no. I'm just answering the world, the the, the topic of memorable. What what is memorable for me, but. Well, there are different aspects that made near my candidate. The very first one is soundtrack. Mm, my God, I I still can't get over how good that soundtrack is. They even have the orchestra version. If if I can buy that, I would have in vinyl. But I I, I don't have a vinyl player. I don't have a 
a turntable. So. I would still buy it even if I don't have one. Just just for the chance that maybe in maybe the future, in the future I will yeah. buy a, yeah. a turntable. Yeah, but damn. <laughs> and uh, another one is the the existential concept of it because you know it it taps into the question of because these are androids, right? So are they human or maybe they're not? I mean. It is a really, really good question, and yeah, yeah. How about you, Jer? And like, or Axel? Yeah, I mean, just to add on, um, Near was just like memorable for me as well, especially at the time that it came out, because it was, it was different. It wasn't um, you you play it in I, I play it multiple a year. perspectives. Yeah, yeah. I I played it a year after yeah. you, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. and. Even if if some people get spoiled, you still don't get spoiled. Like it's just you still get surprised when mm. things uh, happen in that. And um, but you you're the one that told me about Nier actually in the first place. But ironically, I played it before you. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so really now, and uh, w- w- what was yeah. your first ending? Because that has twenty four, right? Yeah. Um. My first ending was me eating the fish. <laughs> I can't remember. That's why that's memorable to me. <laughs> Mine was. Uh, I, I, yeah, yeah, go for it first. What was yours? Mine was. Uh, Sorry, remember was when you were jumping on a crane? Um, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you. Uh, I didn't know that you can fall. <laughs> <laughs> what ending was that? I can't remember. But I, I was. I was just jumping, and I, I. You know that there are invisible walls in games anyway. And so I was thinking, mm. yeah, I mean, I'm not going to fall here. And even if I fall, I'm just going to restart the game. I mean, obviously. But I didn't know that I'm mm-hmm. going to receive a damn ending. And what? Really? <laughs> and, uh, and that was really that, that was one hell of a game. And I was like, Jesus Christ, this is the ending? So me being careless is actually an ending? My God. Yeah, there's like an ending for every stupid shit that you do in the game. Yeah. You, you just don't think of it and I don't know I, I love the game so much because because of that reason and how it takes some of the mundane features of um, well not even mundane but just different game different genres of games and just put it puts it there mm. like the hacking part of the game yeah, yeah. or the top-down side-scrolling um, uh, bullet what, what's it called <laughs> um, you mean bad Jer- what what does uh what does the game what does the Toho game genre is? Do you know what it's called? The one with the Bullet Hell. Ah, yes. That that's the one. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, the Bullet Hell type of games. It's it's in there. Do you remember <laughs> remember that uh, the credits? My god. Uh, yeah. I I don't know. I think if you didn't meet the certain ex- uh the stuff that you needed to do to qualify for that ending, you wouldn't finish yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. Because it was just that difficult, right? And I, I remember how my and, and it's actually see this is the word extens- existentialist uh, question comes in because it repeatedly asks you, do you want to quit? Do you want to quit? Uh, because you know, or uh, do you want help from other people? Uh, and you're quite uh, recalcitrant in saying, I can do this by myself. Who cares about other people, you know? Yeah. And, and uh, there are just, I don't know. I mean, I'm not skillful enough to, bait, to evade everything. So I, I succumbed. Exactly. And it's it's like, um, they, they're they not really telling you that 
upfront of the message but rather they're showing you what it's like if you just try to do it by yourself mm, mm. and it's it's not making that choice for you but uh, it's helping you realize the fact that you can't do it <laughs> and that's kind of I guess I'm not sure though if some people has act, have actually done it I'm not, maybe there not, are I'm not, sure I'm not one of them yeah. maybe maybe if Jer decides to play near in the future whenever that will be <laughs> do, you, do you think that you've played um, less games now than before or any of you guys yes less games now <laughs> because What, of work why did <laughs> true because of work but like really though um, I think yeah you're right when you said that you're you're playing less games now because there are just those that are not worth the, the game I mean they're memorable in a negative way <laughs> Well, that's another side of the coin yeah. right there for being memorable. Yeah. What? Speaking of, what game? Do you, can you guys think of any games that you've played and then afterwards you realize ah, I shouldn't have played that. I just wasted my uh, I don't know 40 hours of my life playing that game. Like, did did you guys uh, have any of that? Any of those games? I did, but what they call this? It's It's called Tokyo Sanadu, and people would be really loving that game, but I didn't. It. What is it? Tokyo Sanadu. It's basically like a ta- uh, Trails of Steel, uh, something. Cool. Okay. See, you can't even remember, but it's one of those sort of light novel esque kind of game where you you have to. Uh, there's basically 80% dialogue and 20%. <laughs> Uh, fight, why did you play it I thought I mean it was reviewed really well and that's why I, I foreshadowed it with saying yeah people would like it but I didn't because it's I don't know maybe as I grew older I basically have I don't have the the, the luxury of playing 80% dialogue with 20% action I, I'm I'm more driven by you know more. <laughs> you just want to shoot. Yeah, like that's that's <laughs> why I like Destiny 2 at the moment. Gotcha. Do you have any of that, Jeff? I think not. Mm, games that are not that memorable are mostly on mobile games. Yeah, yeah, I do agree with you, Jer. <laughs> Since I'm yeah, they're they're just to kill the time, yes, right? I don't usually buy games for the consoles which are not that. Good. Mm. So I'm not invested on those. So I mostly do get games that are rated high, or the gameplay looks better, mm. or interests me. So I think most of the mobile games are the ones that I do hate most. <laughs> Especially. You used to play this game with the cats, though. What is that? Yes, one? but but I did stop once. Did add, they did add it in a purchases in a purchases? Okay. Yeah, but I think all of those games will will eventually have um purchase. Uh, loot boxes. Yes. Would you call it that? Or microtransactions? Is it? The bad thing about that is that once they did shut their servers, <laughs> your oh, it's it's your, gone now. Yeah. yeah, your game. You're basically you're yeah. You wasted your money on something that suddenly disappeared. I think this is one of the that's a that's a very excellent point that Jer has uh, suggested, considering that gacha gaming is not only uh, it, does it have you know. Uh, bad stories with it and it's really not some of them are not good but it's also quite addicting <laughs> some of them are I mean I've seen a couple when I was playing Epic 7 or do you know that channel Epic 7 not but I'm just waiting for 
him to tell another game. Uh, you were saying, Kim? Uh, yeah, so uh, I was playing Epic 7 before, and uh, the negative connotation of gacha games is that, I mean, it's also addictive, and some people would spend a lot of money in there, and it's, it's just a shame. I mean, I do get the appeal that they have this triumphant feeling of winning and having to beat other people mm-hmm. but uh, I, I i don't really justify spending 20 bu- 20,000 bucks for it i mean yeah sure maybe <laughs> what maybe you because there are definitely those people that are spending 20 bucks on that game i mean sure because there's also they are also a streamer but then yeah, they get their money back you know, 20 right? essentially 20 if you're lucky <laughs> yeah 20 if you're lucky yeah that's on the conservative side Yeah, basically, But, yes. Like it's it's a shame though, right? Because um they kind of lock themselves in in uh that in a way that uh the story might be good or the gameplay might be good but you just want to play it but they lock you with limited energy or stamina that's true and then yeah you have to buy something and it, i'm not sure though <laughs> they try to say it promotes that oh uh you're supposed to limit your gaming or something you're not supposed to be gaming for eight hours or anything like that but then again why sell us potions that restore <laughs> stamina and for monetary you know. va- monetary values as well yeah so it, it's weird and that's uh something that i don't really like about the the gacha games nowadays and uh, i say that but <laughs> i'm i'm playing a gacha game I mean, we're all, right now we're, so. we all are playing uh, not jer but me and you are playing arc knights at the moment and it's really fun i mean tower defense uh, and waifus with it is i mean you can't ask for more i mean i can ask for I can't bad boy you know <laughs> yeah the current banner right now i just can't get it it's yeah like you're talking about arc knights right now so what is the appeal of that you like why did you suddenly start playing because i have been telling you to play it and you were saying um no not not yet i'm still not quite uh invested in wanting to play it or something like that and then a few di- uh like a few days ago you were saying oh i already started i'm i'm but i'm only in the introduction level and stuff well so i don't know what changed oh it's not that i not that i changed in terms of because i already have the idea of playing it but i don't know when and so because when i when my idea when i was playing like gacha games such as exo zeros and epic seven is Not because of the story. Well, yeah, sure. Story-wise, why not? I can just play Last of Us 2, which has more stories and controversies that I've had for the year. But anyway, I digress. Uh, the The main appeal that I had with those games are they they have this PVP aspect of it. So if you really have a good team and good equipment, you can definitely defeat the other team, the the other player. And that's one of the appeals of epic 7 to me but the problem that i had with epic 7 yeah, but they lock you yes they lock you with stamina and you if you really want and since it's been out for almost two years if you don't really spend that much you're going to spend the same amount of time before you catch up maybe one year or so because you're more efficient mm. but it, i mean i don't i don't really have enough time for that i mean this is why i, I hate gacha games as well because they give you a product which is A minimum viable product it's not complete and they just i mean yeah i, I really don't like it honestly though if 
if it's not limited like that, I would play um, mobile games. I I wouldn't sure I, I won't spend um, like 20k on it, but if the stamina or which is the main essentially the main currency of the games are free or non-existent, I would definitely still play mobile games. I would consider it as a as a game that I would enjoy. Mm. But I don't know. Not not the this isn't what I play games for. <laughs> Imagine playing like a um PS2 ga- uh, PS not PS2 PS4 game like Last of Us and then you're limited to <laughs> one chapter a day for a day. Yeah, like one chapter a day. <laughs> Jesus right? Christ. Yeah, that's and you have to pay to refill uh, Ellie's energy or something like that. It's just Jeez. stupid. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you in that. Yeah, and, mm. and, and Jer hates. Uh, he doesn't really like gotchas either. Anyway. Mm. Yeah, but um, so you don't play any uh, games on your uh, phone right now, Jer? Uh, mostly premium games, like uh, the ones are the the ones that are exclusive for mobile. Hold on, let me guess. Let me guess. Is it Rage Shadow Legends? <laughs> No. <laughs> this is not a sponsored um, podcast or sponsored episode, by the way. And no raid. Um, no, yeah. If you're just, just kidding, kidding. we're, we're, we're not, just, you know. Yeah, we're just kidding. You're cool. Uh, what were you saying? Games that are previously exclusive on mobile phones. Like what? Ocean Horn. Those are RPG games, but now I tend to stop buying games on mobile. Mobile since Mm. uh, Apple tends to break. So those are paid games. Yes, the one that you mentioned. Mm. I don't Mm. play games that that has uh, enough purchases since most likely that would be trash game. (laughs) Hey man, (laughs) don't don't say that. Our feelings are gonna get hurt. Oh sorry, sorry. I mean, I mean, give give no, Arknights yeah, like a try. I like Arknights. Yeah, give Arknights yeah, a try. Yeah, y- you can check it out. It's not gonna. It's not really shit. Cause we like. I- I'm not sure. Did you ever play tower defense games? Yeah, plants versus zombies. <laughs> did, did you like it? <laughs> did you like plants versus zombies? We're wasting time. I mean, or tower blues. Something like that. Hmm? Bloons TD. I did try it once. Mm. <laughs> oh, you try it. It's, yeah. it's just for wasting time, I think. Yeah, and I think that's the point of um of Art Knights, I guess, or or other gacha games. That. But here's the thing, though. Um, when you're when we were in Japan, you you buy gachas though, didn't you? Yeah, but those are physical ones, not virtual currency. But it's still money, like. Yes, but w- what would be but the physical things doesn't disappear, unlike virtual ones. That in the so it's just it. the fact that uh that the game might disappear one day yes. is what you're saying. Yeah, mm. so that's why I also uh, avoid online games. MMO. Ah, but isn't like um, it's not worth investing money. Mm, I see the logic in that. But what's your take on that? You know? I think it's the same. I mean, this is one of because I've been really hooked with Epic Seven, considering that it actually is what they call this. It's it's a very inviting game, and the grindiest part there is not the heroes or the waifus. It's your equipment, mm. and my my gripe there is that. I I didn't have enough stamina and I even supported them by buying the monthly packs which is what seven fifteen dollars yeah sure okay fine G- give oh me fifteen dollars I'll give you fifteen dollars just give me some goddamn stamina for a month 
and mm. even that i it kind of made me question what what was i doing it for i mean uh, this is really not going to be something that i would be proud of i mean sure i mean am i going to go to the 5% top 5% i mean it's really not it's not something of a a reward or a an achievement per se as opposed to if you're buying a figs figurine for your waifu that that you can stare most of the time and i mean they would be there unless you throw them away but it, this kind of games uh, after a while i mean if their servers are not selling anymore then they would be forced to turn it off so what do you reckon or is the appeal of this of um this types of games or other types of games but in this case the gacha or it's like an alcohol uh, yeah short-lived happiness so are you did i guess you don't drink as well though none of none of us drink right it depends we we drink but i mean i'm drinking strong zero but yeah that's yeah i mean uh not like going out to have no, a drink no. in bars <laughs> same with you Joe, right <laughs> obviously i haven't done the same but um yeah it, since you're comparing it to that to alcohol you're essentially what you're saying is you're paying for the experience i, I don't think that's uh, of the high maybe, like the high of maybe it. it's the addiction part of it is it jer Yes, the addiction part since I think it's a short-lived happiness. Mm. You're just happy for a short period of time then it's sometimes not, it's not, not even permanent. because if you if you spend like 10 uh I don't know, 20 bucks for a pull on a 10 banner or something like that and you don't get anything, you won't even get any high. <laughs> I think it's because just of the disappointment. The what they call this. I mean, their FG3000 is one of the YouTubers that I was following before. And he he has this video of what constitutes a, a gacha game, and I mean this is not sponsored by anything, but I'm just calling him out for for this. But essentially, what he said is that uh, the the gacha game has three phases. The first one is the the honeymoon phase, which is essentially all all of the things to invite new people to install it and play it. Essentially, your your level experience would be higher. Your Your stamina would be stacked up into each other. So essentially, you've got a lot of things that you can do, and it's gonna give you rewards mm. just for completing. You know, just logging in. I mean, uh, and uh, pre-registration pre- rewards. Yeah, register. Yeah, registration reward. Pairing it with a, an account, and so it's it's really imitating the the achievement circuitry of your brain. So. Uh, what happens there is that you're pairing uh, a sort of oh I've received something so that there might be something that I should do co- consecutively and then th- this will give me more stamina or more heroes or whatever it is that the the gacha is uh, playing for and uh, the alcohol concept here is that you know that's short lived after you've gone to the mid game that's where the grinding starts and it's the make or break and uh, what they call this if you don't really like the the gacha game ie the story or the gameplay uh, and that's one of the, the stages that you fall off and if you survive then you got the last one which is the late game which is your depending on what gacha it is sometimes you have to play with other people pbp pbp such as uh epic 7 or exo 7 exo zeros and basically 
you're you'd see that you're fighting with whales uh, and and that that's for that, that's an embodiment of frustration so if you're free to play i mean you have to thank the whales for spending money for it because it keeps your game alive but then you'd be secondary and not elite and no matter how much effort you put into it you you're it doesn't amount to anything and i think that's that's one of the aspect why jer suggested that it's like alcohol no matter how much you drink you still have your problems the next day i guess you can say that but um i don't know uh in terms of mmo like uh with jer's example that he doesn't play mmo because of the same reason that once the server is shut down it's gone right yes. but there Uh, yeah but there are other stuff that you gain from that it's like um i guess it would be like school right <laughs> you, you paid for school and to finish or whatever graduate but all of those are gone pretty much like but the stuff can, that you learn most of them but are you can gone review it, unlike uh, games if the server shuts down you can't play it anymore so it's just the playability of it again yes. It's just not basically the permanence. You, yeah, you th- can that's... say how long will the game last. But ha- have you actually played all of your other games before? Like, just gonna throw a random example, but like Suikoden or something. When when was the last time that you played it, if ever? Or do you have any f- plans that you will still play it again in the foreseeable future? Well, not really. But then, what do you call this? The I think the one that we're fighting for here is that... You know, uh, the the MMO aspect of it, or say the Suikoden, which is essentially the topic that you've opened with, you, you have a specific time that you're gonna play it, and you you finish it at the end of the day, and that that alone is an achievement for me. And if I want to play it again in the future, then yeah, sure. And tr- then it's super. It'll be there if ever. Yeah, superimposing that with uh, the college degree sure i mean you're not going to completely use all of the things that you learned in college or high school or university but then what happens there is that becomes your bargaining chip to earn more money in the future yeah i i get that and the point wasn't finished but like uh relating that to mmos uh you can definitely finish it and it's the experience is there and it's not like the game doesn't provide you with with anything that you can't use like i know some people who didn't know how to speak a certain language and they played this in a random server full of let's say english players and then they managed to learn english in that way uh there's so many players who learn how who meet other people and build connections from the uh their community in that game that help them in their own ways or whatever so it's not that it's not like it's not limited but it's like you're uh, you're you would be scared to um to go on a date with someone so you stop because of this random thing oh maybe it won't last or maybe it won't it won't um become like show dummy eventually in the future kind of thing but so you kind of cripple yourself from the experience of having that chance that it, maybe it won't maybe you'll enjoy it so isn't that something different though i think you're pertaining to commun- the communication part of mmo mm. yeah but yeah which is one aspect of yes, it right it's not about the replayability yeah but i mean of course but we play games for many reasons don't we so and the it's not like you say you say it for a certain game but rather a certain genre 
same with Kim, like he plays Epic 7 before because of the PvP, because of that aspect. And if you you can't really play a PvP game unless um it's an online somewhat game with a with still servers that may shut down. Like yes, but, although I, but there are games that peer to peer which you have a physical copy and mm. it just connects to the server if you want to play multiplayer PvP. Yeah, Monhan is like that, right? Hmm. Mm. Or Counter-Strike? Yeah, is Destiny like that? No, no. Destiny is in uh, Bungie's Destiny servers. is MMO Lite though, right? Yeah, which I only play yeah. for P- PvP. <laughs> sure. Yeah, but it's forcing you to play the single-player part of it to farm stuff anyways. In some yeah, respect, but, yes. Mm, but my point is that the game is there to provide you at the end of the day with whatever your enjoyment is, right? Mm. Like, yeah, so... They're playing for their experience? For the experience? Yeah, for for the experience. And it's like, um, at the very at the end of the day, you if you experience that, then wouldn't that be worth it? Like, in the long run, if you, experience, if you have a, the potential to get something out of it. Or just the story, if you're into games with story like um like i say final fantasy or something and it's a story it's a story driven game so if you play that then why not like just to experience it and then you can quit playing it you don't need to keep on supporting the game right or like us in destiny 2 it, it enabled me to hang out with you guys and like i never played shooting games before but since it was free on PS Plus back then, but as we you, all jumped into it. As you can see, Destiny play. 2 is now free to play since they have. Uh, yeah. The players are, I think, going down. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Even though it's free to play, it's still going down. But that uh, I didn't play it because I love Destiny or I love shooting games. I played it because of um, so I get to spend uh, time with you guys. I don't think the and argument then, there is that we're not gonna play it. It's it's more of the the a lot of allotment of time because, I mean, I've I, I mean I'm here to say that I've played the gotcha games that are PvP centric, which is Epic Seven and uh, Exo Zeros, and I was looking at different kind of things as uh, I mean maybe Hawkeye Impact, which is one of them, and I'm even convincing <laughs> you to, which is uh, what they call this. A game that I'm hoping to play in the future, which is um, Genshin Impact, which is also apparently is a gacha game because it's a hero collector equipment once. But I mean, does that PVP? No, it doesn't have any PVP. It has a cooperative no. ones. So I mean, it does. I hope it does because Honkai Impact does have the PVP <laughs> aspect of it. But I don't know. Okay. But yeah, I think the mm. the the argument, main argument here, is not playing the game at all or starting it it's more of having to sustain it because i mean the the gacha system works for a reason because it's it hook it's hooking people to play it and they have this as what fg3000 suggested a honeymoon phase that they they that they hook you into playing it but after that it's as i mentioned it's a make or break it's either you stay for for the people that you're playing with which is what you've suggested earlier or you've have you know maybe you're learning from other people as well maybe learning english as what you've said but then not all people are having the same experiences and we Mm. are basically different from each other and you know and if in the end of the day it's what they call this i hate to say this and sound a bit cynical but uh (laughs) 
it, 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 it's what they call this. No matter how you compare, it, it, I mean, there there are just more options out there. I mean, there are. There definitely are. If you just wanted the story, then just go for a bit of uh, what they call this heavy, a drama-heavy centric kind of story, such as TLOU2 or maybe Final Fantasy VII, which is uh, also a pretty good remake. And another one is The Last Guardian, which is that's one of those epic stories that I've played. And yeah, I mean, it's just a matter of uh, what they call it. And uh, uh, the, the advantage of that is it has an ending. After you've finished the game, the, the, the protagonist is basically triumphant there. And sure, it has a new game plus, but it never it didn't add anything uh, to the to the endeavor. You're basically reliving his story. While the other one is just a, uh, as I mentioned, a minimal viable product that just installs every uh, other, maybe, uh, how many, I don't know what the time cycle of game development is, maybe a quarter or something like that. And you essentially have to play, I mean, play and wait. And not a lot of people have the luxury of time, I suppose. Yeah, isn't it in a way just like um, watching a movie or something though? In, in what respect? That you pay it, you look at the... If this is like talking about the story part of a game, mm. you, you pay for it and then you get entertained for like two hours or something. And then that's it for the story. And in this case... I'm not sure about Epic Seven or other stuff if it has a engaging enough story. Apparently, apparently they did, but uh, not for yeah, me I mean, because I came in your from case, a console you don't, player. You don't play. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, I know what you mean, right? But right now, like one of the main reasons, because you would think that uh, Ark Knights is um, just a weird game because it's not PvP centric. It's not even. Uh, it doesn't even have MMO aspects of it, right? It's literally just gacha. You just you don't even get to fight other people in it. So, you, as you said, uh, the han- honeymoon phase, you need to have a form of a hook, right? Mm. To keep the audience or player base engaged, even up to the grinding part. So, it's weird to me that um, the story kind of did hook me and the gameplay as well. Because... I think that's the appeal of it for me is you just need to be hooked and you're into the type of genre of games. So like a movie, I just play for it and then get entertained. I don't necessarily get to own the the video in the end unless I really, really buy it. And I'm not buying it because I have, you, unlike other games like, um, well, the only one that I know that you keep on mentioning was Epic 7. And I don't feel the need to spend money on it. I'm purely just playing it for for fun and just to kill time if I have to or if I wanna. And I'm not necessarily spending money. So like, what's the harm in that? Like, why? Which is what? Which time is gold? Yeah, but I'm yeah, but I'm saying that you know, like you can just set it up and then there's something you can you can do something else. You can you can um since the sanity or the stamina isn't you know it runs out quickly you just do it and then it's done just like for a few hours or something and you don't even need to you can just play it as you go whenever just like how you would how we would play other games right like destiny or monster hunter or anything like that so which is what i'm saying that you don't need to spend money so you're kind of uh stopping yourself from experiencing a medium 
or a story or something if you're into that you're lost me here when you're arguing that we're not uh, to me it sounded as if you're considering that our argument is uh the oh, reason yeah. why we hate gotcha is because it doesn't really give you this object permanence kind of no, thing it's the time well or the time said yeah the server when the server shuts down it's it's gone it's yeah. um it's gone and, but, and my 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 sort of what they call this my gripe with gotchas is that firstly as a psychologist it's quite addicting and it's hacking into a different uh your primordial circuitry like gambling right exactly and and that's why and it's incomplete and it keeps uh, that's the hook there and it's been exploited for a long long time and if you're really i mean i don't know if you've seen a couple of the case studies that they have but people basically dies and y- you can look at that in, in google scholar and, and i mean anything i think there's like those guys that play them cla- uh castle what was it clash of clans or something clash like of clans i mean even, even world of warcraft some people died playing that game i mean i'm not saying that it's it's an, a normal thing i mean obviously they're extreme and yeah definitely and uh, anything excessive is bad but then i i don't really disagree with you in terms of playing the game i mean as i mentioned with you it's either and i do agree with you that if you like it and then you like it there are some aspects of the game that Uh, makes you advocate for or become a proponent of this uh, particular mm-hmm. game and yeah i mean if i do like it i'll play it i mean it's a matter of preference but uh, as i mentioned with you my my only con- i mean in in epic 7 my only justification in playing that game is because i like the pvp aspect of it and when i was in mm-hmm. pvp uh, i i was in this particular point in time where should i grind for another six months and meet the, the top players and or should i stop now and maybe do something else more productive and i chose the latter over the former considering that after six months maybe i mean even if it's no progress yeah i mean even if it's you know something that you've argued you can do on the side you still have your attention glued to it because I mean, it is a gotcha game. Say Ark Knights. You don't he you don't have a, an auto deploy. I mean, you do have an auto deploy, but you can only do it once. You can't do it repetitively. So you have to have this certain kind of attention, which is going back to the uh, psychology concept of it. So it you don't you're not maximizing your potential in a different aspect. That's what I'm trying to go for, and. And when I said that you can find it elsewhere, then yeah, that's what I—that's where I was coming from. Because, I mean, if I just wanted the story, then I'll just, as as you mentioned, I'll just watch a game or anime. That's much better, fulfilling rather than the other one, which is you know, I mean, yeah, it's hitting two birds with one stone with gotcha games, but eh, not really my kind of tea. Yeah, not like <laughs> I'm not uh, believe me here. Like I'm not advocating for. For gacha games per se, because <laughs> there aren't really any for me. There aren't really a lot of good gacha games out there that I would play. Um, especially if it's just me collecting like pictures of potential waifus or anything like that. Because mm. you can literally just download it on the internet, right, or something like that. Which is why I'm saying that the game needs to at least have a hook. A, a strong enough gameplay like a gameplay uh, a really interesting gameplay core 
where you wouldn't mind spending time with it just like as if you uh you know fall guys it's essentially free and there's a lot of people playing it um it's fall guys (laughs) what's that it's it's free before but now it's paid is it paid now really yes it's only free for one month only on ps but on pc you need to pay oh but the but it's not a subscription type no it's not a subscription type oh you just buy it once and then it's a it's there right Hmm. like just it's, it's just the for a short fun i usually play it just one to two games then done yeah yeah exactly like it, you, you know you don't need to have that much investment sometimes you just want to push guys or i don't know i don't know how that <laughs> it's, game it's goes a fun game. i haven't really <laughs> haven't really played it but i've seen people play it and there's that um back then i guess when it was free you can just play it and then that's it if that's mm. your interest and if you stop and not even give it a shot or whatever because Uh, the servers might go down or something like that, and that's not a tangible thing. Then, if it's paid, you know, I'm not going to pay for it. <laughs> sure, of course. I don't even know how much it is anyway. Twenty-two uh, dollars. Yeah, really? Yeah, in Steam. What? Oh my god! Kind of like when we played Destiny, right? We only played it because it was free. Yeah, but then we bought <laughs> a, a lot of the succeeding ones. Yeah, and then we bought a lot of expansions. I just played it because there. Uh, I'm playing with you guys, but apart from yeah. that, I'm not. Uh, you wouldn't oh. play it by <laughs> yes. yourself, which, which I think is a lot of um of MMO games now. That's the uh, aspect of MMO. You're just playing because of you're playing with your friends. Mm. But apart yeah, from that, isn't that the main selling point of MMOs? Anyway? But apart from that, for uh, replayability, nah, it's not for the replayability. It's only for the uh, friendship. Or <laughs> it's the power of friendship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for the, the typical kind of thing, yeah. No, but I think uh, there's a lot of people who has to like do this min-maxing optimization kind of thing when they play games, though, right? Like the strategic part of it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I remember us playing Monster Hunter with the Behemoth back then, and we were just trying to optimize the shit out of that. Like, oh, you have to position the um the the rock. What's that um. <laughs> Not, the not just the rock, the the whirlwind. Oh yeah, the charybdis. Uh, charybdis, yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's like oh, you have to position it away from the rocks and then do this and that. Like, we could essentially make a guide out of it when we did it. So <laughs> it was just, isn't that uh, doesn't some MMO games have those? That if you're really that type of player who does the min maxing type, you would be engaged in it. So. I don't know. It depends, I guess, um, to via person basis on the appeals of the games for them, right? Mm, absolutely. At least the one that they're looking for. Mm. It just so happens that the gacha games appeals to the people who have, who are easily, who easily succumb to the gambling aspect of it. I guess. That's a bit unfair, though. But, consider, I mean, I'm not a social justice warrior here, but uh, from a, I mean, I'm a, I'm a psychology major and. <laughs> Uh, the way sure, sure. the way that the, these companies are playing their their methodologies here, <laughs> it's you, you can't help but but be hooked. I mean, even if it's just during the the, the honeymoon phase, but then yeah, that some people are being hooked by that uh, and what they call this inadvertently and sometimes unconsciously. Mm. 
well the overall design aesthetics also promote the the hook part of it. Precisely, yes. It's essentially, yeah, it's essentially the same. Sometimes they look the same as a slot machine. Like I remember the NBA game, and I don't know which one. It's two K twenty maybe, and they have this loot system, and it literally looks like a gambling uh, machine. Like you you pull the lever, and then the what's it called? The slots, they they line up and you get the whatever stuff. It's it's so blatant. Mm. They literally put it up front. <laughs> But yeah. Well, speaking of which, um, is there any games that you're looking forward in the future? I mean, the new generation of consoles are coming up. <laughs> I uh, like two like Bloodborne two. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're not Damn. even announced though. Damn. They're not even announced yet. But for me, I think Bloodborne One is already enough. Yeah, you wouldn't play Bloodborne Two anymore. If there if is ever a, it comes if, out, if there is I would play. But story wise, Bloodborne One. I never one, even. I like, don't really follow the story of Bloodborne. Bloodborne One is. I mean, really one. Good you you have the uh, the fill in the blanks. That's the yeah, enjoyable I think, part. Uh, yeah, and it also ended um, fine. Yeah, there's so many I endings. Don't have, oh, I there's a lot. Yeah, you're the you're the one to give the ending. That's the best yeah. part of Bloodborne. Run. So I think one is already enough. But if they mm. be releasing two, then let's see. Let's just play it. Why not, right? Why not? Yeah, and I I like the maybe in Bloodborne two, right? When it ends, uh, there was an ending for Bloodborne one where you become the one of the yeah. old ones, was it, or is yeah, it great ones? Great ones. Yeah, and it would be nice if in Bloodborne two. You're the bad guy. <laughs> like you're the one. That they have to you're the NPC. <laughs> you're one of the many NPCs that, that dies by accident. Because yeah. <laughs> when you hit the NPC by mistake, thinking it's a bad guy. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> the game just makes you scared of everything that moves. And, and it's it's one of the games that started with you know, uh, see we're used to NPCs being invulnerable, and. Uh, Here, if you accidentally hit your hit button or X, I mean, depending on what it is that you're using, uh, you actually hit them, and there's a certain amount of HP mm. that they have, and if you kill them, they're they're not gonna be there anymore. Yes, and story and here, changes. The NPC yeah, <laughs> they fight back. <laughs> they're like, "What are you doing? If you hit me one more time, I'm gonna hit you back." <laughs> Then uh, next thing you know, you're fighting for your life, and you can't. Unload it or something, because it automatically saves as yeah. well. <laughs> so, and and you you can't just run away from it because if you do run away from it, the next time you go there, it she or he is ready to fight. fight. They they remember that that you hit them, and it was really good. And I wouldn't play another Bloodborne game or, uh, like there are there are just this types of gaming companies where if they come out with a game you will just automatically play it mm, more or yeah. less or give it a give it a shot definitely and i think um from software is one of those companies for yes me. i'm waiting mm. i'm waiting for the front armored core armored core. Armored, they haven't announced anything <laughs> about armored core right? yes the last one is five way back ps3 jesus mm. christ Also, Kim, you said you like Mecha, but did you also like Mecha in gaming? In no, games? not really. I wasn't a Mecha What? kind of person in games, but I I, I am an anime. So it's but just not anime in games. I was about to say front mission. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> played that one. 
<laughs> the same mecha yeah. wonders. Although, although like... the near kind of what they call this, the the mecha aspect in near, you're playing macros, uh, macros, right? <laughs> I think I, was I guess a, that's also. Kind I was of thinking of tick mechas. Tick mechas. Tick mechas. What is that? Tick. Tick. Yeah, because that's near. Ah. <laughs> I, I mean, guess. it is mechanical because she's an android, but yeah, ne- technically, needless yeah. to say, yeah, I'm looking forward if they are gonna because Yoko Taro is planning on releasing a. That's I'm a bit skeptic about that because it's in mobile. I'm, I I want a, a, the same kind of gameplay as the one that they have in PS4, but uh, I'm looking forward to it nonetheless. But yeah, I do hope that they release something uh, about the the extension of the near. A franchise new franchise yeah yeah and are are there any other games like are you guys looking forward to ps5 though godfall looks good that's that's another mmo life <laughs> that's another yeah that's another mmo but that yeah, looks but good it, it looks good it, it does look good but and would you guys play it though even if it is that good i don't know considering that it's an mmo i don't know i'll probably wait for a bit and see if i, I have extra money lying on the side but what they call this uh, i'll definitely tr- see Th- that's the problem right because sometimes the when games like that come out you either have to play it uh when it comes out because if you don't you're gonna get left behind yes <laughs> that's the problem with a lot of it and it it's so hard just to catch up and yeah i'm not sure well, depends i guess and i don't even know how much that, that's the first question to be answered first i don't even know if how i would much. even have enough i mean the xbox series yeah. uh x is basically the same uh, what they call this same price as the the current ps5 a uh, ps4 so i don't know if basically probably ps5 would be a bit more expensive than that maybe 30 40 dollars more give or take mm, yeah and if uh, the game lineup would be the main selling point of mm. each console i guess mm. yeah and I don't even know the lineup for PS5 except for Spider-Man and Horizon. 2. I'm looking forward to that as well, Horizon Zero Dawn. Demon Souls. Ah, uh, yeah, the the remake, right? I never played Demon Souls. I think one. this is the best opportunity for us to play it again. I mean, I haven't I haven't completed it, mm. but yeah, I mean, having it in PS5, sure, why not? GTA 5. <laughs> <laughs> GTA 6. How about you, Axel? Do you have anything in mind about um, maybe you're pla- planning on playing in the future, buying? Well, I'm s- I'm still looking forward to um, Cyberpunk right now. When is when uh, is that? Is that some going to be released in September or October? I think November. Oh, okay. I think they delayed it a few times, considering that there's so many games that was supposed to come out in the first half of this year, mm. like first quarter of this year, and all of them got pushed back so much. And yeah, I think Cyberpunk comes out in November mid-november maybe still looking forward to that and for ps and i guess the next one would be genshin impact yeah actually. i'm actually looking forward to that as well mm-hmm. i mean jerry that is free so <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah jerry you should um pre-register at the very least we can I'm, i did actually watch out. uh what what are the in-app purchases for that but you don't need to buy it yes i mean they... i did watch some right. gameplays I think it's better. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's it, like uh, Breath of the Wild. Legend of Zelda. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see the beta part of it. I don't think. But yeah. That, I guess another we're game. gonna see you guys in in that game yeah. <laughs> in the near future. That, there, that's another when game. When was it? I think that's September twenty eight. Twenty eight, right? Yeah, might be. I might, I might play that. Yeah, with you guys. And what else? Looking uh, forward for the new console. There are rumors about uh, Switch next year. Yeah, but what what games in Switch? Uh, Breath or, of the Wild two. Breath of the Wild two. <laughs> I haven't even finished one. TGS is also near. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, there might be uh, FF16 or something. Yeah. Or new Monster Hunter. <laughs> or new Monster Hunter, but no, I don't think so. Because they just released um the who's the one Fat Fatalis, right? But they're uh, about to release that. Yes, or that's did the it last already come out. That's the last one. Oh, is that the very last one? Mm. That's the last update. And then there won't be any more updates. No, that'll be the uh, end. I think. I mean, just um, major updates, mm. none. But for our tempered, I guess there may be. What? That's something that I'm trying to think of as well now. How many hours have you guys logged in <laughs> Monster Hunter? I only have three <laughs> hundred. Yeah, and then and then like you guys are gonna leave that game, right? Yes. When a new one comes out. Yes. But so. Huh? Would do you think that it's still gonna you're still gonna come back and play that? Uh, just for the <laughs> daily logins. <laughs> I don't even play for. I don't even care for the for daily the logins. The logins. For the nostalgia. <laughs> the bounties. Yeah, that's still. Well, I guess Monhan doesn't have in-game purchases. Yeah, except for that one DLC, Iceborne. Mm. Yeah. Well, there's quite a lot of games that I'm looking forward to in PS5 as well. Hopefully, if it comes out, like any Persona games that comes out on PS5 yeah. <laughs> you know I'm I'm going to buy that and play that and also the FF7 part 2 I guess do they have a part 2 for FF7 they need to have a part 2 <laughs> I mean I haven't played the remake so yeah they they definitely that's not even disc 1 right did they finish disc 1 jar from what I've seen, I think they haven't for the remake part 1 So they, What's they, the ending of disc one, if you guys remember? Oh damn, I can't remember. That's a long, long time ago. I think it's still inside the. It's definitely after uh, after Ares has been killed. What was that? The end of disc one? I th- it may be What's because it? there's only three. Isn't there only three disc for Final Fantasy seven for PS one? Yes, there is only three. Discs. Yeah, because Final Fantasy eight has four, and I believe the. Final Fantasy 7 has three, and the next succeeding ones is when they're uh, what they call this chasing Sephiroth. Yeah, I'm not sure, but what I'm sure of is that they didn't cover that in in the first one. Really? In the first part, yeah. But the thing is, they ended that game where it's so open-ended that it changed the rest of the game. Like, um, how would you say this? Uh, they set it up as Like a different timeline kind of thing. You can say it's a different timeline of the same game, but now it diverges because the ending of the remake is different from the ending of the of the first section of the main game, right? So now it kind of diverges. So now they don't really have to follow the same outline of the of the original mm. game. So we're not really sure if they're gonna go for an actual part two or a totally different story because they don't need to do that anymore. They've set it up in a way that it's just a new cast of um, a new storyline essentially. So I'm not sure how it's gonna wow, go. Wow, that sounds interesting. I mean, I haven't played it yet, but I thought it was actually a complete remake. Apparently, it's 
remake part one. <laughs> That's a surprise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely something. Okay, I think we can uh, call it a close. And uh, I mean, <laughs> we kind of lingered <laughs> we, we on, a, on a particular a lo- yeah, topic. Yeah, we talked about we talk about a lot of things uh, about games. Uh, this session and basically that's how we began and what we basically focused in terms of gaming and as what uh, Axel and uh, Jer has mentioned before I mean gaming kind (laughs) of there is a negative correlation with uh, growing up and uh, the gaming time so the the older you are the lesser gaming time you have (laughs) sadly sadly That means we just can't really experiment yeah. as much with the games. We have to be particular in the games that we exactly. play nowadays. So for we can, but we don't have the money. That's <laughs> true. That's that's a pretty depressing thought, though. Yeah. Even having to balance it with anime as well. That's true because I mean that's also a time-consuming endeavor. Albeit, I mean you can play, or you can watch anime while you're on your way to work or maybe well not at the moment because we're, we're in lockdown or anything but you now way back when you have when you're uh, traveling you can still pl- watch anime i mean nintendo still offers you, you can sneak it in yeah, right? but nintendo offers uh gaming but you know you, you, you can i mean if you're watching shitty anime uh, no, uh trash anime you can you're basically not using your brain anymore Anyway, I, I I still do that though. <laughs> Sometimes you just want to turn off yeah, your brain, okay? Exactly. There's nothing wrong with exactly. that. Stop stop judging. I'm us. not judging. <laughs> I'm doing the same thing. Come on. I'm just I'm, I'm just saying that gaming cannot be like that because you have to be a bit engaged, you know. I mean, yeah, I forgot your game. Yes, you, you know you that can turn off, but no, yeah. Yeah, but there's that game that keeps on getting advertised in my YouTube whatever Rage it's like Shadow AFK Legends Arena or, or something play <laughs> no. AFK Arena no yeah that like I don't even know what that is but is it supposed to be you just go AFK I don't think and then so. you increase in strength no, I don't or something think so. <laughs> cause I don't know I don't that's think basically so. the gameplay AFK yeah, yeah you go AFK and then you I, I don't know that sounds so weird to me and oddly enough I'm just curious about it but yeah that's probably one of those brain dead games mm, at least you can mix and match mm. well any any final uh, thoughts that well, you guys want to say um any final thoughts I'm good no no not really I, I'm don't, fairly don't good don't review bomb <laughs> 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 yeah you guys need to uh, start <laughs> why did I just speak Tagalog you guys should try playing NES games. It's really fun. Mm. Uh, I mean, you you have you it in emulator it. Any, uh You have it in emulator anyway, so you can play it on your phone. I mean, it's fun. It's yeah. it's, it's it's one of those brain dead ones as well. It's semi addicting. <laughs> yeah. Too bad they will never experience downloading games like Sonic <laughs> on PC or Pokemon emulator <laughs> or Pokemon emulator. Yeah, play, yes. Playing at times eight or sixteen speed. <laughs> <laughs> In the same state. Yeah, it saves the F one, F one to F ten. Yeah. yeah, that was that was such a hack in our time. Yeah, the good old days. Anyways, we'll see you guys um, next in the next episode. Yep. Thanks for joining us. Uh, this has been Axel and Kim here and Jeff, and we are Otaku Happy Hour. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sound so happy. <laughs> <but> <laughs> see you guys.